Hello, welcome to Human Tech, a podcast about the intersection of humans and technology. My name is Guthrie. I'm here with Susan. Hello, Susan. Hello, Guthrie. And today we're talking about I don't even know what you'd call the title of this. Do you have a do you have a the perfect a perfect title? No. Yeah, uh, I didn't have a perfect title. We're going to have to either. come up with it. Well, by the time people are listening to this, I guess it'll have a title because we have to give it a title. Well, yeah. I mean, I we have, I have the idea. I just don't know what the title is. Let's call it Let's call it um uh, going for the A minus project. I don't really like that you title like at that. all. No. Okay. Why? Well, because sometimes you don't want to. Oh. Yeah, I mean, right. so so this um this whole thing is based on a uh, a blog post I wrote. Uh, that probably no one has read. <laughs> 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 someone read it because someone wrote how they thought it was a great idea. So okay. I know of at least some, two people. Some two people read it besides you and me. Uh, I have the analytics on it, it more than two All right, people. Yeah, yeah. How many people read it? Come on. It. Well, I'm not gonna say. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, the analytics on our blog, by the way, which is blog.theteamw.com, are very funny because, like a lot of things that I guess go viral, stuff like that. Um, there are. A couple blog posts, just like a handful, like like six, that get the vast majority of our traffic that are just linked to everywhere that people really. Uh, so like the, the the top ten list of like all the psychology books you need to read, like we get the hundreds of thousands of views, and and the the other stuff maybe not so much. But um, okay, so uh, the title of this blog was uh, according to the blog post is increase your work efficiency in five seconds or less, which is. A, a tantalizing lead, but that I wrote, I wrote the title. I think my um, if you, here, give me give me one just one second here. I I bet you I I have the original, uh, title. The original your original title. Yeah yeah is is um. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Become more efficient at work by rating your projects A plus or A minus. Which is very descriptive, but. Not very enticing. Well, I, I think it's great. And it's a little great. too long. What? So um, <laughs> it's an interesting idea that, I, I mean, I think it's an interesting idea. And, and it's I also find it interesting that I hadn't ever thought of this. And I, I mean, let's be honest. I've been doing projects a lot longer than you have. And if we what? added up the number of quote projects which could mean anything right yeah uh from cleaning out your filing cabinet to developing you know a a course to programming a new piece of software i mean project can be anything but the number of projects i've done in my lifetime probably higher than the number of projects you've done in your lifetime because i've i'm older than you are (laughs) I mean, let's just be honest, right? But even given that, the, the hundreds and thousands of things I've done, I've never thought about this idea. So, and yeah. So, basically, um, I'm an econ major. Efficiency is what I like to do. I have, I've, it, uh, this is, and this is basically how I've kind of thought about life for a long time, even since high school. Um, I'm a really smart guy. 
but I am. I, I and never... very humble, I can tell. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You just said you're a very smart guy. Now, go ahead. But, I interrupted you. But that said, I actually never got the best grades. And, you know, I just went to a, a regular old small public high school. I didn't go to some fancy math and science thing where everyone goes to, you know, it's a great college. Yeah, it just. Um, so, so like, you know, when the standardized testing season came around, yeah. you know, like I got the, uh, the highest ACT score, I think. You did? W- yeah. Yeah. In, in, in the class, which, yeah. which was a validation of my intelligence. I was not in the top, I don't even think I was in the top 20% when it came to GPA and in college, the same and in law school, the same. I was in the. You're an underachiever. I well, see, and that's and that's the thing. I don't. I'm not quite sure. I was. Uh, certainly, I was in the you know top half, top three fourths, you know, in the the seventieth percentile. But you know, for you would you would imagine, right? Given just the raw, whatever, yeah, I should I should guy. excel. I should, I should excel. excel. And it's I did very not. interesting. Yeah, because I rem- and I remember a point. At one, I remember a conversation we had. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I do remember the conversation. And we were talking, and you were in school, and I don't know if this was when you were in college or when you were in law school, and you said something like, well, I, I could get an, an A in this class, but it's not worth the work I would have to do. Yeah, that was, that was definitely college. And I remember me, I was thinking, What? <laughs> what, what a bizarre thing to say because I'm like an overachiever you mm. know like I'm I need approval ah, uh, yeah. I'm going to do whatever needs to get done to get the best possible grade you yeah, know like yeah. the grade is really important to me and I I was kind of shocked at your statement and didn't really understand it but this comes back to this idea so basically your your advice that you're going to talk about in this podcast and that you wrote about in the blog is uh you know bad advice at people about how to be an underachiever it's no it's great advice so i think okay so the other so so and then i was in the um i was taking a shower this is a shower thought and i was like and all of a sudden it kind of dawned on me how to explain this yeah Um, so go ahead Let's okay. dive in. Let's dive in. Yeah. So the the main thought is that, and it, it honestly comes a little bit um, from back to Godfather Kahneman, just a just a Godfather little. Godfather Kahneman. Daniel Kahneman, who we talked about in our last the episode, Godfather. right? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna call him the Godfather. Godfather Kahneman. Okay. <laughs> and and so Daniel it, Kahneman, um, who's. Uh, uh, he run. He won a Nobel no. We Prize. don't have. We don't have to do this. Everyone who's listen who listens to this maybe podcast they knows haven't listened to it. And he wrote oh, the book God. Thinking Fast and Slow. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah. He won a Nobel Prize. Um, yes. So so you know he he talked about System One thinking and System Two thinking, right? Where yeah. where one is you know light and effortless, and it's just kind of the the normal place in which you stand, and one is like yeah. you know effortful. And so yeah. so maybe maybe I drew a little bit from that, though it's totally different because uh, you're doing when you when you're studying, you're definitely in System Two the whole time. Anyways. Um, so the, the, the general idea is that there are, t- there are projects that 
basically, um, if you think about like agile, okay, which mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're whatever thoughts aside. So the, you know, this idea and correct me if I'm wrong, I am not an agile expert by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you know, you have the minimal viable product. Well, that's not agile. That would be lean UX. What's what's uh, agile? Lean startup. Sorry, what's what's uh, agile? What would be the agile philosophy? Uh, yeah. The agile philosophy would well, if you're talking about not agile UX but agile yeah. software development. Yes. Well, there's there's Scrum and there's Kanban, but basically, uh, agile is about breaking the work up into small pieces so that you can manage the small piece and instead of doing the entire instead of working on big pieces of the project no you're talking about lean okay well i'll just skip i just i'm way over my head i'm just going to ignore all that so basically (laughs) uh so basically the thought is is that there are certain things that you can do really fast and really effectively you, the bare bones of it um and so uh, and 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 uh i'll give an example okay yeah so um if I, let's say i gave you uh a so some some office supplies okay okay and I told you, you know, right, paper and cardboard, and think of it like as a, like a group bonding experience, right? Mm-hmm. And like I told one you of the exercises we do in our workshops or something. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Right. And I say, okay, guys, you have, you know, with these common household materials, right? You have to, uh, you have twenty minutes mm-hmm. to build a house. Okay. All right, and that group, mm-hmm. our our group group A, right? If we're doing mm-hmm. an experiment, builds. Works at, works on you know the house in twenty minutes. Okay, mm-hmm. Group B, I say you have forty minutes. You have twice as much time to okay. build a house with these materials. Okay, okay. And at the end of the time, you'll look at the houses, and they'll look pretty similar from a wide angle view. If you if you needed to live, if you were a small person, like literally like a couple inches tall, right? Because you're it's a these are made out of construction materials right you could live in the 20 minute house and your life would be effectively the same as if you lived in the 40 minute house the 40 minute house will look a little nicer it'll have more details it, all this kind of stuff right but 20 minutes you know, you, you you make the four walls you, you cut out the windows you put a roof on it you put a door on it you're done in 20 minutes and so th- that is an a minus project you're the twenty-minute house. house. The it's it's uh, and and again I should just draw from um, I should really just draw from the the blog post uh, it itself right. So the idea is to get the job done fast, efficient, solid. It doesn't mean it's sloppy work. You don't want to be you know too rushed, but it's good work. It's efficient. Um, and it meets it meets the criteria. It meets the criteria for of, success, whatever success, that criteria right? was. And and people are happy. The project is finished, and you move on. So the goal is to maximize quality and effort. So when okay. you're measuring marginal effort returns, right? So of course, this is the the econ part of me has made a, a an equation here, right? So yeah. so if you so if you max if you if you max the the variable, you know effort the returns of effort. Um, 
if you could, if you think of an idea of quality per effort unit. Okay. Right. You just max that variable, and 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 once it kind of starts to dip, then you stop, and you're done. So that's that's the econ view. That okay. probably made no sense talking about it, but it makes sense in my head. Um, and you know, and so then you maximize your skills, right? You do what you're best at, and you work as quickly and efficiently as you can, and you get the project done, and then you move on. Okay. Okay. And so, so that's an A minus project. And when you do something with A minus, uh, you free up time for more and better stuff. Because let's say that same group that I did the twenty, I gave you the twenty minute house, right? Mm-hmm. I said make a twenty minute house, and then I say, okay, great. Now you have another twenty minutes. Make another house. So okay, in forty minutes, you've now made. Two, two houses. decent houses. And you look at the group that had 40 minutes, they've made one pretty great house. So so in the same amount of time, you've almost doubled hmm. the really important part of the house, which is the structural integrity, right? The walls and the ceiling and the doors and the floor, right? So, so you've done like the, you've done twice as much, right? If you're the boss looking down at, at who, who's the better team? Well, one team has two houses and one team has one house. The two houses is better. Because perfection in this instance does not matter. Yeah. And so when I was in school, right, this is the A, this is an A minus project, an A minus grade in school. I could have got, I could have, the people I knew who did, who got the A pluses, Right, mm-hmm. they studied forever. They got every. They had to make sure they knew every last little thing, so they got every question correct. They did extra credit. They talked to the professors after class. They mm-hmm. were working on supplemental materials because you got to know everything. So you got it because you got to get every detail perfect. I yeah. just did basically a good job that was good enough to get an A minus, which it wasn't that hard, and then I stopped. And I played basketball or I did something else. I was talking to uh, my sister and I was like, hey, because I'm, I'm two years older. And I asked her, so, we, you know, growing up, um, I guess, you know, she was there the entire time I was in high school. And I asked her, can you ever remember me doing home, homework at home in high school once, ever? And she responded that she could not remember a single instance in which I was like <laughs> working on homework at home. You know, I just I I finished it all at school, or I did it in like 15 minutes at home, and I was done. Um, so, yeah, so so that's that A minus efficiency, which in one case is maybe lazy and underachieving, and in another case maybe it's really smart. And in the case of high school or college, you know, it probably is underachieving. Because what was I doing in my free time? You know, I don't know. I was playing basketball. I was just goofing off. I was wasting time. But in the in the in the in the work environment, when you're tr- yeah. on, you're on a team and you're trying to be as productive as possible, this all of a sudden starts to make a lot of sense. So the second project, which I'd like to differentiate, is called an A plus project. Um, yeah. And so these are projects that require you and your team to go above above and beyond. So. 
Um, again, they take twice as much time and effort as an now, so are you saying though that there are times when it's that that it's good to do an A plus project? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so you're not saying that everything should be an A minus. Definitely not. Definitely okay. not. But it. it so when when do you do the A plus effort? Well, let me let me describe what an A plus is, and then I'll I'll let to tell you tell you when to do it. So again, it takes twice as much time and effort as an A minus. At uh, and and at the end right of the project, you and your team, you're super proud. These are cases when 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 it comes to pride, you've done the best that you can do. You pour over every detail, um, and basically the goal is to blow everyone away with the quality, ingenuity, and perfection of the end result. Um, again, from the econ perspective, you want to maximize your quality variable alone, not quality over effort. So, mm. you, so you disregard the amount of effort, um, and basically, uh, you just maximize quality until quality is negative. Because eventually, your the more work and time you put into something will make it worse. Eventually, right? You start second guessing things and redoing stuff, and, mm -hmm. and eventually, you just gotta. But until that happens, right? Just quality, quality, quality. Um, and uh, if you you just make it your passion. And at the end, everyone will feel the passion and the result. So when when do you do uh, an A-plus project? Um, I'll give you a couple great examples. So uh, if there's if there's a, a keystone, capstone project of some sort. So let's say you're in a marketing agency and you're coming up with um, like the campaign of the year for whatever client you have, right? This is their, they're making a Super Bowl ad. Okay, mm -hmm. this isn't some filler in Golf Magazine. Um, that's an A plus project because when you're, if if you knock it out of the park, if you if you if the quality is incredible, yeah. it will pay dividends forever, forever and yeah. ever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Right? Um, everyone in the team, oh, you were the guy on the so and so project, right? Wow, that was like really great. You, yeah. uh, you know, you. Uh, like, 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 people can. It pays dividends for years to come because people think back on the quality, and they kind of that's that's the when they think about you and the work that you and your team does, that's that's the capstone keystone project. Okay, um, an another ex example would be like a Pixar film. Okay, so Pixar is a company that um, traditionally, I mean, they're owned by Disney now, but for years and years and years and years, right? Their whole thing was we only make good movies. We don't care if we have to scrap it. So, like, I think Toy Story famously, they, like, finished it, and then they, like, stopped and, and started over and rewrote, like, the entire movie. Because, really? it, like, it wasn't good enough. Yeah. So, right, we're not going to release things just to release things. It was something like that. I, I think it was maybe Toy Story 2. There was a toy. It was one of the Toy Stories. Uh, right? We only make the best movies, right? So everything we do is going to be A+, plus because that's our reputation. That's our brand. Mm -hmm. Um uh, you can think of certain customer service departments, uh, where, you know, we're just not we're not processing refunds or returns, right? To go as fast as possible, we are, you know, we're a customer service focused, or um, it, it's the company really, 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 truly does believe in amazing customer service. So everything we do, or customer service for like premium customers, right? So everything we do is a plus. Right, we go above and beyond in any situation. I was talking to someone who had a, um, a uh, who's a platinum Marriott member, um, lifetime platinum. Okay, so he, he, I don't know if you know you know the Marriott reward system. Yeah. Lifetime platinum bit. is a pretty good gig to, to have. Okay. 
it, it basically means you travel too much. It, it, yes, and you have platinum status for life. But you get, uh, but yeah, the level that you get is is, is so. Um, he had he was traveling somewhere, and he 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 wasn't he wasn't he wasn't at a Marriott. He was just like in a city, and he left. Yeah. Um, like he had like a, a championship hat that he really uh, valued, and he left it on a tour bus, some random tour bus or something, right? Okay. Okay, and he he flew back, you know, to to Chicago and got back. He's like, oh my god, I lost my hat, and so he calls the Marriott in the city in which he stayed, even though he didn't stay at the Marriott. Yeah, he didn't. I don't. Yeah, he didn't stay at that one. He just. He just calls the mayor and says, hey, I left my hat on this bus. No. Could, do, do you think you can help me out? And they found it. I'm, I'm a Marriott Platinum Lifetime. And a couple, and like two weeks later, he gets a, a package in the mail with his championship hat. They, they, had, they had tracked down the company and gone to the lost and found and then airmailed it to him. Because you're saying that's the brand of the that's you, of yeah the he's, platinum. A, he's he's lifetime platinum he he gets a they get a plus every single time right so so that that's exact right and that's and and that's a story you remember and that's the that's the experience that wow right so so in in a, a lot of those cases you really do want to put in a plus work sometimes but when you a, need to really. Yes. When for whatever reason you know it's got to be the best and you have to wow them. So you're saying Or a dissertation. That, that, what? A dissertation. So you're saying that when you start a project, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you you would then decide. Yeah. I'm either going to... This is, this is an A-plus project. And therefore, as I'm planning it and carrying out, I you know, I have to plan for certain things the time frame, the materials, mm-hmm. the team. Or this is an A minus project. I, it's still going to be very, very good. It's still going to be successful. However, yeah. uh, you would plan it differently? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You'd- so um, so, so it's, it's about you could plan it differently. And, again, it depends on the size of your team, right, and the way you do projects and who's making decisions and there's a lot of variables going on but in general i think it's i think it's the message that you send that you send at, to the team to as the you're team working on it. And, the, and, and the decisions you make as you go along so correct. maybe not just planning but but as you're going along you know Absolutely. there there's um so i don't remember what this is called but there's a whole management thing uh and i oh I don't remember who says this either, but the idea that twenty um, percent uh, of the product or the project—I uh, think this is right—ends uh, up taking eighty percent of the effort, right? Uh, and that's that, yeah. you know, a plus edge, which it, it, you know you you may not want to do <laughs> you know you well, may not want to spend the, all that extra time so so here's the problem and and we've talked about this and it's definitely the case right where there's corporate culture is weird and every company has their own corporate culture but often often most of the time there's a lot of i don't even i don't i want to make sure i say this correctly but there's a lot of false 
things that go on in the corporate world. And you mean like non-realistic... Uh, everyone's kidding themselves, but we know yeah. we're all telling a lie together. It's, it's, but we're I mean, all going to keep telling Yeah, it's doublethink, kind of. In the, yeah. yeah. In, right? Yeah. So, so, one, so one of them, right, is that everything, all the work we do is A+. Plus, right? Yeah. Everyone yeah. here, if you don't turn in the best product, if you're not working really hard, you know, right, on... And to, to the to the higher levels, right? Yeah. You're not doing a good job, right? If you're not ever all the workers have to be like really going busy bees and like everything's the best and like we don't, you know, right? Like blah blah blah. Right. We don't cut any corners. And then they give you the staff to not be able uh, to They do give that. you the time and, and budget the, and yeah, staff. There's no time and there's no way that's and so the gonna people, be. Yeah, a the people plus. on the ground level, as I'm sure everyone listening Knows. can attribute. Yeah, they're like, right, they got to get the project done, but the client isn't getting back to them on the emails, and so they got to wait forever, and then it's, like, super late, and, like, so, like, and then the expectations are too high, and, and at the end of the day, you know, it gets down to the wire, you slap some stuff together, it's pretty good, you send it All right, well, yeah, yeah, so let, what, so what's the danger? What's, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, if we all, all right, we know, we all know that not every project we do in our personal or our work lives is really going to be an A-plus project. Right. Right. But what's mm-hmm. the danger? What's the problem with, you know, your company saying, oh, we, you know, everything we do is A-plus. I mean, yeah. what's so, wrong with that? And again, you can say it, but you just can't, exp- you know, but, but if you expect it, then you get in trouble. So here, so here's the, here's the, here's the problem. So what often happens in most projects is that you end up getting A projects. And A projects sound like a good thing, but it's actually the worst of both worlds. Um, you only needed to do A minus work. If you would have turned in A minus, in fact, if you would have turned in like two A minus projects instead of like a like an A project, your boss or even an A plus project, your boss would be super happy, right? Because everyone's super busy. If you just do more and, and are more productive, most of the time, that's better in most business situations. Okay. So what happens is, is that you try to do a plus work, but you don't, ha- you don't really have the green you light. Can't. To, you can't. You can't. You, there's not it. enough yeah, time. There's not enough right. people. You, right. It's Your not boss is, you know, they, they're on okay. a schedule. You got to get it to the client. So, so you end up doing a work. You end that's up doing better a than work. a minus, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So you put all your time and resources in one thing. You can't get that thing to actually be really good, oh, and then I you run out saying. of time to right. for the other stuff you have to do, and some, and then you'll you'll ship out C plus work, right? Oh my God, we have no time. Just get it done, get it out the so door. So it ends up actually not being A work. So well, so one project might be A, and because uh-huh. that's A, you sacrifice the quality uh-huh. of a bunch of other projects. So your overall okay. quality, if you do everything A minus, is actually higher, and your productivity is higher too because you've wasted all this time getting the project up to a and no one needed it like the client wouldn't have noticed if it was a minus the boss would be maybe the boss would have you know if you give them both projects to compare right maybe it's like oh well this project you know you've done a better job if you do it twice but if you only do it one time like he's like okay this is great okay you've done lots of them wonderful so that's that's one of the dangers then of of uh kidding you kidding yourself you know of saying we're going to do A-plus work, but everyone knows that you're really not going to do A-plus. You can't do A-plus work for everything all the time. And so rather than facing that and then making some good trade-offs and some good decisions, yeah. people end up trying to do the A-plus work, end up with 
A and and C, no time C work. Yeah, and, and they're frustrated. And they're frustrated because they've tried, but the rest of the team hasn't come together. And when you set those yeah. expectations, you're setting yourself up for failure. So let's so let's yeah. just assume, right? If you if you tell your team, right? Okay, we need to do this, and it has to be perfect, and this is what we expect from you, right? No mistakes, okay? And you do, and let's say you're putting a project together, right? And you do your part, but the other part of the team, like they don't, they just didn't get it together in time, right? Yeah. Now you're frustrated at them because they are slacking and blah blah blah, right? Whereas if you have, if you if if everyone kind of understands, okay, we're just trying to get, or you know, it's like good enough and get you know 80% of the way there and then we'll 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 you know we'll figure it out um i feel you know what this you know it's great you know what this reminds me of a little bit um in in uh i sometimes when i would teach about you know user experience and usability mm-hmm. we would say uh we i'd walk people through the exercise of deciding what success meant okay yeah so you're creating this product you know website software an app whatever it is Mm -hmm. and um you decide ahead of time what how would we you know what is our criteria that says this is a usable product or this is a product with excellent you know user experience like what would that mean? How could you measure that? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so then we get into, well, you know, okay, the person would be able to, you know, use the software to do this, these four tasks. Um, and then I, and then you push for, okay, but what are the criteria? Like, uh, let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's say you had an app for submitting expense reports and so it with the app the idea is that you know you you take pictures of your receipts and enter some information and then you can send it on for approval to you know whoever needs to approve your expense reports right yeah and so we're de- trying to decide uh you know what what is our idea of uh, user experience success you know at what point do we say hey this this has a great user experience or this this app is usable and so you'd say all right so we're going to take someone who uh, is a frequent traveler and has done expense reports before with a, you know with a spreadsheet or on a form or something and uh, they need to be able to use the app and submit their expense report for a typical trip and they need to be able to to fill this out and do their expense report in uh, you know within five minutes and you know with you know no more than three errors yeah and then people say well you know how about two minutes and no errors <laughs> and and what I would always say is if you are really gonna say that something has to be done in the absolute minimal amount of time that is humanly possible and with no errors whatsoever you can assume that it's going to take you twice as long to design and develop that product it takes (laughs) twice as long to take it from three or two errors errors down to no errors and people go you know why is that and it's like well because if you really mean that there never can be any errors you know my goodness that you're going to have to test that thing 
you're going to have to test and redesign and test and redesign and then you're probably going to have to take the person you're going to have to train him and train him and train him you know and we only do, i mean it's silly right why would you need an expense report you know ne they never press the a wrong button at you right. know at any point right um it, now there are times when you expect zero error so for instance if you're designing the control panel uh on a on a jumbo jet if you're designing yeah, it, the hey, control hey, panel hey. in the if space you're, station if you're if, if you're, you're making nuclear launch code nuclear buttons, a plus or, projects right or in a nuclear <laughs> reactor right i you mean know, these are times when you say it no errors but but that means but like you know you have to assume is if you're going to say that it's going to take you twice as long yeah to develop and, yeah. and implement that product and and uh, and so I guess I've been talking about A minus and A plus products and projects for many years and just never realized well, it. Well, yeah, I, I um, never. I was. I, I mean, and me too. I just I finally came up with a way to uh, to finally phrase it. But you, but and you, you, I think apply it in a <laughs> in a much broader way, right? Because you're mm -hmm. applying it to not just product development, but you know, work that you're doing on a day to day basis, or just. Like I said, you know, things in your in your personal life. Um, yeah, I mean, so, and I and I think, honestly, do you, do you have another thought? I'm, no, go I'm, ahead, go ahead. Okay, so um, I really think a lot of it comes down to um, unrealistic expectations about certain things. Um, yeah. There's a certain level, uh, amount of, of um, this, this privilege and these expectations that, accompany how we go through the world and because the truth because accepting the truth is too hard so we we pretend so in the work in the workplace right everyone has to pretend that everyone actually loves their job and that the work they do they really care about and that everyone gets along and that like everything goes really well and that's, that's not true. right, right? Because, you know, you just have people, people are people and they're messy and they're thrown together and there are cliques and there are like drama in the workplace. And, you know, that's, it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing in every work environment. And there are egos and personalities. And so, but, but in order to do true A minus work and not only do A minus work, but have like everyone on board be like, all right, we're, in, we're, we're doing A minus work this week, right? We're just, it, like you have to, it, it takes a level of acceptance that some people might not care about the job. Some people, you know, they're, they're just kind of, they're going to phone it in because you know what? They don't really care about these reports. They don't really care about their boss. Like, you know, they, 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 yeah, we're on a team and some, sometimes we don't do the best work. We're, we're not great all the time. But you're not saying that a minus work means that people don't care. No, not at all. All I'm saying is that you have to. It's like you have to, basically you have to accept death is what you have to do. <laughs> wait, wait, what? How, how did we get there? So, <laughs> wait a minute, there's, some, there's a leap here. I, did I fall asleep? Did I miss part of the conversation? You know. Did, you have to accept death? So, so we as humans, you know, we, 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 ha we pretend that we just, you know, we're going to live forever, right? Yes. And, yes, and that everything's true. perfect and we just don't want to look at, at any of the negative Anything parts of the world. Wrong. Right, right, yeah, and so and so we we especially in behavioral economics, 
we do weird, irrational things and do decisions that are inefficient, blah, 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 because it's simpler to just do the inefficient thing than to overcome the mental hurdle of accepting these things we don't want to think about. And much in the same way of the workplace, I, in this my own personal opinion. So it's easier just for everyone to do, to, to accept inefficient uh, and, and work where their expectations are going to be bad than it is for people to set realistic expectations. Because everyone's trying to impress their boss. And it has to or do with each other or yeah, I mean, it's but it has to do with trust and communication and like, you, like what, you know, who has, yeah, everyone goes to the corporate meeting, right? And, and everyone's like, Hey, check out this work we did. It was okay. Nothing too impressive. Uh, right. And you you give it the present, you know, when everyone gives a presentation to like the, the VP of whatever shows up, right. It's like, Oh yeah, we did this amazing thing and look at all these gains and like everything has to be like growing and great and, you know, shiny lights and roses. Um, and, 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 and so then you'll come into problems. And so you have to, you have to accept that, you know, we're just kind of doing, sometimes we do a repetitive task and it doesn't have to be perfect every time. And like it, you know, and that's fine. Um, and but but you have to accept the fallacy of your team and of humans. That's why I said you have to accept it. It's that's it's, that's very that's interesting. You know, okay. Yeah. You know what this starts to sound like? Am I am I creating my own religion? No, no, not at all. I mean, because well, one of the things one of the things I do when I'm not working at at our business is I teach um, and practice mindfulness meditation. Mm -hmm. And the whole premise of that is to accept whatever's going on instead of this, instead of this mindset of, uh, you know, I'm going to ignore that it's not going the way I want it to go. I'm going to pretend that it is. Yeah. You just got to accept what is. And, And it's interesting because a lot of times when I'm, when I'm talking about this, like in a class, um, people will say to me, I mean, I've had people get really upset about this and say, how can, and they don't understand how you can, um, you know, if, if you want things to be different or better, then how can you possibly accept how they are now? Uh, but you know, basically mindfulness says, Hey, it is what it is. I mean, there's, (laughs) <laughs> there's no use pretending it's not it's not the way it is because it is the way it is so yeah so so imagine this situation okay you go whoever is listening out there okay you go to your boss and and they say hey um how so what's the status of this project, right? Yeah. So your boss is not, he's not working with you on the team or he or she is just, you know, they're, they're your boss, right? Yeah, they're right? managing They're it. managing, yeah. right? They're, right. So, so they're, you go you, into a meeting, corner office, project. you close yeah. the door. Okay. Yeah. And boss says, okay, how's it going? And you, and you, and you say, um, we, uh, didn't do that great of a job. We did okay. We didn't try particularly hard. On this project, <laughs> this would be really bad. And and then we moved on to the next one. <laughs> and the boss and, and 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 in an ideal world, the boss would say, "Wow, good job, that's great. Go <laughs> and right, do the next sounds... project that much faster." 
right? Well, yeah. because because right, and if and if the boss did that, and if the the team did that, yeah. right? You everyone has to be on the same page. You would get so much more done. But this is a problem because well, yeah, everybody has to buy into right? it. But, but now, uh, but people can't imagine that world. You have to go in and it's like, oh, it went great, it and went everyone great. loved it, oh. and or, blah blah blah. Or the other interesting thing you have to do is you have to say, you know, explain the reality of it didn't go great. But then you have to yeah, find someone yeah, to yeah, yeah. blame or turn turn it tur- turn it in some way. Yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. when we were at that talk and and uh, and that guy used the term um, uh, "Don't be a, a scapegoat farmer." Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, and I don't know if I ever told you that I tracked down the person and emailed with the person in like Ireland or something that uh, invented that term. Oh yeah, I I think I think yeah, I do remember that. But anyway, the idea is that, and it and if it's not perfect. You have to spend an enormous amount of time and energy figuring out selling who a narrative, to blame, yeah. and and amassing the evidence, right? Which is another huge waste of time and energy, right? Doing right. that. Right. But you know, one of the things that I think we need to talk about that is because because we've been kind of saying you know the whole team has to be on board with it being an A minus. Well, it depends on the project. If and you're doing you're, it yourself, it's a lot easier to get the right, whole team on board. Right, because it's a team of one. Team of one. Um, and you're, you know, and if if you have a manager or a boss, they need to be uh, on board and maybe even stakeholders on board. But I want to talk about getting yourself on board because yeah. I think that's one of the biggest obstacles yeah. to this. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, um, and I don't know that you totally understand how big an obstacle this is because. Because <laughs> it I... sounds like your general tendency, <laughs> yes, is to to think this way, right? Yes. I mean, you you operated with this model before you identified for years the model. and years and years, and it's one of the reasons I liked economics because it was like it's like it gave I... you an excuse for why you were <laughs> going for the. A+. It was it was very cathartic as to why yes. I failed in in uh, in my classes. <laughs> but, but you didn't fail literally. No, I didn't but fail. But I think. I think a lot of people, and, and uh, you know, they have a self-story right. about absolutely always doing the best that they can. And that means going for the A+. Plus. And, I, and, and in fact, I've had conversations with, with many people in the world of design, in the world of user experience and usability. And I believe there's a certain type of person that goes into this field. Uh, and it typically is the perfectionist mm-hmm. who, I mean, not always, but, but a lot of time you'll find people in, in, this, in these areas of design and user experience and usability that have this idea of perfection and have that as an ideal, so- you know. So what they need to do is they need to find a career where they can excel. So I know, um, so our business cards, we, 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 we contract with a local uh, letterpress shop, shout out to Hysterical Press. They, uh, basically what they do, think of like really, really expensive weddings, right? Like the most expensive weddings. And they have yeah. just the, this, these most immaculate um, wedding invitations. Yeah. Letter pressed, and you know, there's, there's there's bows and ribbons and every right. And that's what our business cards look like. Our business cards are really nice. <laughs> um, 
but no, n- they're not our business cards don't do that. But right. But like, so all that stuff, their reputation and their whole thing is based on every e- single every single scrap of paper we do is perfect. Yeah. And so all they do all day is A plus work, and they're a bunch of perfectionists, you know, who sit around yeah. and and if it's not that they want to do A plus work and they're like forcing themselves to do it that's like how they operate like if things are not like perfect it really really bugs them you know because that's that's just the type of people they are but they're in an industry where that's a that's a good thing that's a good thing but But most people aren't most people aren't and i know that that you know when i've mentored people in in the field of user experience and because it's interesting what you're saying, because I know a lot of people in user experience and usability that um, that you know I find there's people that have been in it for a long time, and then there's people that like think they want to get into it and they try it and then they let go. They is like I can't do this, and the reason one reason is they they have this idea of perfection. And especially as a user experience person or, I mean, a designer on a, on a project can tell you, you you're just going to get, you get beaten down if, if that's what you're expecting. It's like, because you come to feel that if your ideas are not implemented and they, and they never are a hundred percent, never, ever. Right, no, because a because the You're, end goal of the people above you are to is to make as much money as quickly as possible, or just stuff happens, you know, yeah. uh, or you know stuff comes up or something about the technology that's really you know not going to be worthwhile to do it that way. So you, or even as a consultant, you know, you say to them, look, this is what would be best, but for a variety of reasons, they don't want to do it or they can't do it or whatever. If you feel like if they don't implement my ideas 100%, I have failed. You can't do this work very long. I mean, you'll just feel like you've been beaten to a pulp. And, yeah. and it's a rejection. Bur- it is. And you burn you out. And your work, your thoughts, it is. Your and you feel like you feel I'm bitter. not. Any, yeah, either I'm not any good or ba- or you might feel that, you know, I just I can't have an impact. They're not listening to me. Yeah. And it just, I've seen a lot of people mm. who've, who think they want to be in the field and then. You know they can't handle it, and they leave and go back to what they were doing before. But what I what I tell them is, um, is there anything? I I'll say to them, is this product any better in any way because you were involved in it? Like, is there is there any way that it's a better product or better for the people who have mm-hmm. to use it because you were involved? And if the answer is yes then you have succeeded, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like you have to redefine mm. what success is if you want to keep doing it. This, but this, I, this is interesting. It sounds a lot like um, if you read uh, uh, kind of, you know, uh, uh, online celebrity people who do uh, like relationship counseling. Yeah. Right? Th- there's this idea in society that unless your relationship lasts until you die and nothing bad ever happens 
<laughs> and there and there's never cheating and there's never fighting and it's just like yeah. this perfect perfect thing yeah. the relationship has failed yeah right you failed as a relationship blah 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 right when yeah. of course the reality is well if if you if there was like good things that happen and then you like go your separate ways that was actually a success but there's oh, yeah. this there's this there's this feeling again when it comes to relationships or it comes to work that like if you if it's not p totally perfect 100% of the time then, then it's a failure it's a failure right even though lots of good may have come out of it um, and so but but people you know and if and if you hold yourself up to that high level of expectation you're going to have a bad time you know like cuz 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 it's completely unrealistic a expectation like you're just always going to be sad and dissatisfied and what's well, wrong with me I think this this has to do with um the idea of what failure is just the idea of failure um you know i was reading about at one point um the the difference in uh the philosophy of education in schools in the u.s versus some schools in other countries, um, specifically some Asian countries. And the idea being that, you know, in the U.S., if let's say you were, you were a third grader and it's math class and the teacher has you come up to the front of the room and gives you a math problem to do, right? And you, you, you don't do it successfully. Like, you can't work it out. You're standing in front of the room, and you can't work it out. People start throwing tomatoes, right? Cabbages. <laughs> well, Ooh. I don't know. But in the U.S., Ooh. you know, you would feel bad, right? I failed, <laughs> and you'd go back and sit, and you'd feel like a failure, and you would think that other people would think you had failed. But in some classrooms, in some part of the world, this is a regular part of the curriculum. And the idea being that everyone learns from the experience and and they don't even use the word failure it's not that they want people to fail so that everyone can learn they don't think of it as failure they think of it as problem solving they think of it as learning and i know that i've i take objection sometimes to the you know because some of in 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 product development you know the phrase that'll go around is you know you need to fail fast right and, it's, you know, learn from your failure, you know, fail fast and fail often because then, you know, it's a form of iteration. And I and I like the philosophy in, uh, in terms of iterating, but I don't like talking about it as a failure because I think that sets up this perfection idea. Yeah. And, and, you know, so rather than thinking like an A minus is a bad thing. Right. Right. I, if yeah, I and you could also do depending failed. on your grades. You know, it's it's so funny because I actually picked A minus A plus. But you know, honestly, honestly, if we're really being honest with ourselves, it's C versus no, A. No, no, it's not C. No. Well, it's grade inflation. No one gets it. Basically, a C <laughs> these days is an F. When I when I was going in school, if I got straight C's, I would be in the bottom ten percent. Really? That's, well, that's I mean that that's just how grade inflation works. But you know, I I would have done more A plus B plus. Right. Yeah. But B plus implies that there are probably more errors. So A, A plus is a much more reasonable A, standard yeah. that you can at least strive for. 
where you're admitting you're admitting some no, you faults. You mean a minus? You're, you're a minus, yeah. yeah, yeah, a minus, a plus. Where at least so like a minus, you're admitting it's, some faults. It's, it's not good. perfect, but it's still good, right? Whereas B plus is like, well, it's pretty good, but yeah, you know, there were some issues here and there. So, um, so I, but but yeah, it, honestly, if we're if if we're all being honest with ourselves, it's probably a plus B plus. All right, so so. Um, as we get as we get to the end of this episode, can you? I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Can you give us like one or two things? If someone says, "I like this idea, I want to do it, but it seems a little foreign to me. I'm not Guthrie. Yeah. This is not my normal mode. Yeah. And I and this might be impossible for you because this is your normal mode. But if you have someone for whom this is not their normal mode, and um, so I have a couple questions. So yeah. one is an individual who would like to try out this thinking or like to try this out, what would you suggest to them? What would be something practical mm-hmm. that they could do either the next time they're starting a project or in the middle of the one they're already on? So um, here, here's, my, here's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. Take a situation that you find yourself in very often, okay? Mm-hmm. A regular project that your team does or that you do, I mean, whatever you have control over. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any any particular? I, I I'm trying to think of a of a good example, but it's it's failing me. Anyways, whatever whatever it is, something that you do on a on a regular basis, okay? Okay. And time and rate yourself. Let's say let's say all right. I'll give you a specific example. Let's yeah. say you are in charge um, at work of of doing the monthly meeting. Yeah. Uh, the the every every month, uh, people from the different teams come together and do an update, uh, for everyone about it. And you're in charge of that meeting, like putting the meeting on and planning it, and and uh, you know making sure the meeting goes. Well. Okay. So what what I would suggest, yeah, is just do it the way you normally do it. Okay. Okay. And then rate it. Get some information. Um. Rate it. Uh, for, first of all, measure the amount of time it takes you. It to, takes and to it, do. in hours is great, but if you just want to give it like, okay, this was like a seven out of ten, yeah, right, okay. compared to the all normal right. project I do, you can do that as well. Okay. Okay. Rate it on the terms of effort. Yeah. So this is how much effort this, I put in. Right. And and it's right. not necessarily, and that can be in two parts, right? That can be the amount of like actual like grind it took the amount i was worried about it right the amount yeah, i had to push yeah. through um but yeah. also but also just in like you know this was like a big part of my day okay yeah and then most importantly rate the outcome the outcome in your own in your own words like how well you think it went and then in and how much it influ how much the outcome the yeah. uh, was how much how well it was perceived okay. by your boss right. by your this by your that right okay Did people the people where people fine with it, okay? Yeah. And then try to do it A minus, with the focus being I'm just going to get time. this done as f- efficiently and, and as yeah. as great as possible. And if I'm working with someone else, I'm telling them the strategy, and we're just going to get it done and work on something else, right? And we'll yeah. we'll just we'll just blow through it, okay? And do the measurements. And, s- and s- that's good, right? I and like and if at the end, the outcome has the same grade. And it's taken you half the time. Right. Well, There's, yeah. maybe, okay, you know, like the results are in the book. That's uh, really practical. I like it. And, here, and, here's, the, and here's the way you, you go to your boss, right? 
So imagine that meeting I was talking about earlier, right? Where you, where you go yeah. into the corner office and they're like, well, how did this go? Yeah. And you say, well, uh, we didn't try that hard. And, uh, you know, went fine. I don't, you know, it wasn't particularly spectacular. Um, and the client was perfectly happy with it. And we also, we did this entire other project like a month ahead of schedule. Yeah. Right? So, you know, so like that, and and, we, and there you go, and you're done, right? So you can, it, it, that's, that's, that's the flip side. So, I, yeah, I was going to, because my, my next question was, you know, so that was a practical thing you could do. The first one you answered was, what could you practically do mm-hmm. to yourself, uh, with yourself? And then the, my next question was going to be, what could you practically do uh, with the organization? But I think you just answered that, right. is you could actually start to, to, uh, share this this data and information with with your your boss. Now I I'm thinking though. Of course you know me, right? What am I always thinking about? Which is how could we teach this in a workshop? But we could, right? Oh, I think absolutely. This could be. I've already so, been thinking of the outline. For this I think it would be really powerful to mm-hmm. bring like to bring your whole team. I mean, maybe you can't if you work in a large organization. I don't know that you want to tackle getting the whole company to go this way but yeah it's a culture thing i mean again it just takes a culture thing it just it takes accepting death you just does but it also takes very practically i think these measurements that you you know i think you could have three ratings you know Mm -hmm. and just get people to be uh, because you know the data will the data will set you free right the data will set you free i will you know one um let's close with one thought because this reminded me when you were talking i was just now when you were giving your practical things, I was reminded of, um, uh, I heard someone who coaches uh, CEOs, new CEOs. So when you have someone in an organization who will hopefully is becoming, be shortly. <laughs> who's becoming like a CEO in a large organization and they've not been a CEO before. Okay. So this yeah. is the idea of, mm-hmm. you know, if you take someone who's, you know, at a pretty high level in an organization, but they've never been the CEO, you know, what's hard for them to learn. And I remember him saying that um, one of the things that is, is the most, one of the most important lessons and, and sometimes one of the hardest lessons is for them to learn what to spend time on and what to just let go of. And I, re- I just remember in the times in my career when I've worked with you know, for other companies and like have gone up a notch in management. Uh, I remember in one particular case, just, you know, I had so, I mean, I was kind of overwhelmed by the level of work I had now. And I had all these things I had been doing, you know, and teams I had been uh, coordinating and, you know, just lots of stuff that throughout the organization. And I couldn't do it all. I mean, I just, there's no way I was going to do this new level of management responsibility and do all that stuff. And I didn't have anyone to delegate it to, you know, all in some cases. And so I remember just letting some of it go and being absolutely amazed at how much difference it did not make to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. all these yeah. things that I had been doing that I thought were so critical to the organization and to communication and to the teamwork. And, and a, there were a a shockingly large number of them that when nobody did them anymore, it it had no measurable impact 
on anyone. And it and was like, a little, it was a little sobering, and and even, uh, I mean, it bothered me, you know, because I thought well, this stuff was and, so important. And a lot of times, if you like, let's say you do some stuff, right, and you are an expert in your industry, okay? Yeah. And everyone around you is an expert in blah blah blah, right? So, so if you do what you would consider, you know, bad or quick or sloppy work, right? You're yeah. maybe being judged by the other people you're working next to, right? Yeah. And the the client who gets it would never in a million trillion billion years ever notice a difference, right? Right? Like, okay, right. great, it's your it peers. works, it looks well, good, thanks. This is this goes back you know? to the self stories. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and our egos, right, and how we're viewed by others, and um, yeah, no, it, and it happens like all the time. I remember when we, again, we were getting these business cards made by this perfectionist studio, <laughs> and the you know, Kimberly, like, hey, we're really sorry, um, like, like some of these are like off center, right? <laughs> And, and I, they were off center by an yeah, amount like, like, that like, human it was like, eye it was like two thousandths of an inch, right? And it's just a, it's just a logo in like a blank. There's not it's not like it's lined up with anything. It's just you know like the size of the card was like point two thousandths of an inch small. I was like I was like I could not, I I could not. Okay, like maybe now that you say something, I guess I can see that maybe one side is like very slight, right? But I, I would like never, ever, ever notice. And not only would I never notice, the people I'm giving these business cards to I really never would never notice. notice. They really don't care. So it's and like they're gonna judge you, right? But they're you know, they're, do you want us to like do them over? I was like, no, <laughs> it's it's fine, it's fine. So you know, but 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 right, but but they see, they see the error, right? They've messed up, right? Because they go through the process. So letting go of perfection. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 hard to let go, and it's hard for just accept death. Well, yeah, just and and but you know, and I think the hardest part is right to get ahead, right to to be in good favor in the eyes of your bosses, your peers, your bosses, yourself. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's a lot of times it's not about results. It's about what people think yeah. about you. Yeah. And interesting. So that's tough. So that's tough. So if you're so if you're a boss and you can get your team to buy in, I think I think that's really important. But I think that that's like that with almost any initiative, right? Yeah. Like if you don't have the buy-ins of the higher ups, like it goes nowhere. Right. Which I think we've seen time. We know. Time. Yeah. Well, Guthrie, thank you so much for explaining the A minus A plus idea. I feel like and, this is this uh, is my uh, this is this is like my charity work for the year. Work. I'm saying and uh, except that I think we should put that workshop together. Yeah, so if any of you would like workshop a workshop to learn how to do this, you know. Yeah, we'll come up with all us. kinds of fun exercises. And... All right. Uh, I and let me encourage everyone, uh, as I always do at the end, if you have comments, you want to tell us your perfection, non-perfection stories, um, or you have ideas about future podcast episodes, please email us at. Info at the teamw.com. Uh, hey, Catherine, thanks a lot. Yes. Talk that's, to you soon. That's, uh, that's good. Thank you so much. Uh, have, everyone, I hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.